podcast. podcast. Do do Podcast. Two hoes. Two hoes. Four house on the hill. From Delco. Four house on the hill. Boop, oh, boop. yeah, that's a Speakerphone. Just letting you know. Yeah, you better let me know because I was gonna say some things, but now I won't. Well, I'm polite like that, so. Yeah, I wouldn't tell you. Um, I would just assume you could tell by the way it sounds. Oh no, I just have you on speakerphone. We're not recording. Oh. oh okay. Fine. So you could say whatever you wanted. Okay. Anything that's on your mind that. Nope, you wouldn't want no. to be recorded. And then... not, not doing that. What's your social security number? <laughs> um, but no, for real, I'm not recording. Okay. Great. So. Uh, what, I guess I should record. Should I, I guess. Start, yeah. I start so record? what are we doing? What is the topic? Are we doing Back to the Future as the topic? Uh, yeah, we're doing Back to the Future, which is your favorite movie. Yeah. Um, I thought... It fucking is. I wrote it down a while ago. Oh, you're listening to two... Well, we're not recording now, but... Don't lie. You've been recording <laughs> this entire time, haven't you? You fucking cunt. You're always trying to catch me doing something. It's like I am... It's like you know that I'm a sneaky person, and I'm oh, not. Oh, you are. Yes, you are. You're a Capricorn. <laughs> Capricorns are sneaky as fuck. Oh my god, I am sneaky as fuck, and I'm like a very diplomatic person yeah. too. So like, I don't, and I hate, hate, hate confrontation. Oh so my god, yeah, yeah, like I'm super sneaky, for sure. Um, which is like uh, why it would be funny to record you on speakerphone without your knowledge. Right. <laughs> on speakerphone specifically yeah because on speakerphone is even more humiliating i thought we've been over that because <laughs> nobody likes like being on yeah you always gotta warn the person people get really pissed anyway um yeah so i thought we'd uh do so anyway yeah you're listening to us from delco we are officially recording and um we are doing our topic today is Back to the Future, which is Maureen's favorite movie. My favorite movie, which is a trilogy. And and you love every single part of the trilogy. I do. Equally. I think it's like a really well executed trilogy. I think like they're all really good. Even though the third one is a bit of a departure, I still really, really like it. Um, I, the third one is the one that's a Western, right? That's correct, which yeah. I would think that I would, like, over time, over the years since my childhood, I'll, like, rewatch them periodically, mm-hmm. and each time, I, and the last time I did not watch the third one, just because I, like, didn't get to it, but each time I think I'm not going to like the third one as much, and I do. I like the third one, I, I think, well, it's, like, kind of a call to, the, like, the, um, science fiction also being um a western like western sci-fi genre mix-up which is like kind of a classic in science fiction or um so i kind of like how they combine that well and i've never read any jules verne's but like doc brown talks about jules verne's like there's a whole thing about jules verne's and i guess that's like a from that time period and it's science fiction 
maybe did, I don't know. Did he? I sound like a fucking idiot. But anyway, yeah. No, the, you just feel like that because you're on speakerphone. <laughs> I know. Well, but you're it does, not because you can hear that, like that sort of like echoey tinniness in the other person's voice the whole time, and it reminds you you're on speakerphone. Like everything you say is just out there. Boom. Mm-hmm. And it's also not only that, it's not only that, but it's recorded as well. So it's out there and it's recorded and then you upload it to the internet and everybody hears it. So Yeah, Beth is really into humiliation, like not only of herself, but also of other people, specifically of me. Oh, that is not She true. likes to apologize a lot. That's like the kind of humiliation. Well she that's likes everybody. Yeah, we will get to the apology section soon. Um <laughs> But I was just so I'm looking up Jules Verne because I was like, did Jules Verne write Back to the Future? Is that why? No, I feel like he maybe wrote the Time Machine, but I was afraid to say it because I'm on speakerphone and I thought I would sound stupid. Um, well, he has the same birthday as James Dean, which is cool. February. Cool. 8th. Um, so we're we're looking up to see if he wrote Back to the Future. He did not write Back to the Future, um, but I think he may have written the Time Machine. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> if he did though <laughs> like he knew there was going to be like cars in the future um, in, anyway. in 1985 anyway so uh, also though Back to the Future is your favorite movie you keep fucking saying that what? well the thing is it's because I, one of the reasons I picked it out for a topic is literally just because of that <laughs> and I was trying to think like I should have my favorite movie too but I I couldn't even pick a favorite movie be a topic you don't know i mean because i have a number of favorite movies but over the years i've just like identified back to the future as the answer i get to like this is my favorite movie Mm -hmm. but i have a a number of them like zoolander is one of my favorite movies but then also i really like maholland drive is one of my favorite movies and that's pretty dark like i like a lot of different i saw that in the movie theater with a q a with david lynch I am so fucking fuck you. Yeah. I'm really jealous of that. Well, didn't it, you know that I love that movie? I remember watching that when oh, we lived together. Yeah, Mulholland it's like a haunting film. One of his best ones, I think. One of his best films. So good. But um, his best films. Yes. Uh, maybe we should do Mulholland Drive. Yeah. Instead. I would totally do a Mulholland Drive episode, but I would like to rewatch it first. Um, but we should do that instead of the Back to the Future. Oh no, I'm I'm not I'm not ready You're to committed. do the Holland Drive. Okay, all right. Well, I have to um, it. the Q and A was cool though, uh, but David Lynch like they asked him a bunch of questions like, oh, so you said Philadelphia sucks, like, and like because he wrote part of Eraserhead, like Philadelphia, and apparently he said Philly is like a industrial wasteland city or some shit. And well, I think it was like back in the day. Yeah, when he was when he like he when went we to art school here, like what in the sixties or seventies, I think, or yeah, and the eighties, and then because yeah. yeah, I mean there Downtown was definitely was like like, crazy. like old city was not nice. Old city was like a shitty area until like I feel like the nineties. Yeah, but that's what 90s. he said. He was like, "Look, I lived here at a different time. Like this city yeah. doesn't even look like it did when I lived here." And so it seems like a really nice city. I don't yeah, think it's your really nice crappy. now. <laughs> but uh, and then he also he compared a woman to a car. I forget what the context was. Um, but it was really sexist, and I was like, "But women are cars." 
We're just like a car. We like to get hot and we're fast and we like it when you rev us up. Yeah, we like good drivers. We like we like your stick shift in us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, um so back to back to back to the future. Back to um, Back to the Future. Well, there's car in Back to the Future and it flies. Yeah, there's a we DeLorean. don't have and it's twenty twenty, which is the most tragic part of all of this. And no matter where you live in America, like someone in your city probably owns a DeLorean and has a parking yeah. side for you to take a picture of it. Yeah. I feel like I saw a DeLorean on the train on the way to your house. I think I remember seeing one in Jersey. That's awesome. Yeah. There's, oh, what, when I lived there before? No, no, just recently. Because they used to have car shows. Oh. Oh, when you were coming over here, gotcha. Yeah, no, someone in some random Jersey neighborhood owned one. And I think uh, there's somebody in my neighborhood owns. There's one somewhere around in Philadelphia. Where the hell was it parked? But a lot of people took pictures of it and shit. Yeah, I feel like when I lived in Collingswood and they would have the car show, I feel like I saw one there. But I think that was the only time. Um, so we do have to do our segments of the podcast before we actually get into the topic. Um, yeah, yeah. Which I don't even know if we got into the topic yet, even anyway. What were, what were we even just talking about? Back to the future. <laughs> anyway, um... The segments are, we do an apology section, which kind of includes the uh, recap, because we are going over the last episode and thinking of things that we should apologize for. And then we have racist confessions, and uh, that's basically, oh, we did, I added white lady apology section. No, no, white lady apologies goes in the apology section. And then we have a Delco section of the podcast and we talk about something related to Delaware County and then is that all of them I don't know you should so how many. do you not remember this because I don't I'm not like that into being organized man um clearly <laughs> I am so getting into the last episode what did we talk about um it was episode 36 Wow. Yeah, we talked about the moon. Yeah, this is episode mm-hmm. thirty-seven, Marine. We have uh, sixty-three more episodes before this podcast is officially over. When we reach wow. hundred episodes, so we're like a third of the way through. We're only a third of the way through. Um, Man, oh my god, these poor, poor tens of listeners. Yeah. Um, so the last one was the moon. That's what we talked about. Um. And do you remember anything we said? No, I didn't listen to it either. You know what? (laughs) That episode's really bad because I listened to half of it and got so bored that I turned it off. (laughs) And it's two hours long. Awesome. (laughs) I feel like maybe I should play like a random part of it. Okay. Let's do it. And when I saw the polls were all saying that she was not going to lose Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania had not voted Republican since George Bush, so it had been... Well, first off, I want to apologize for sounding like I'm Southern, because I'm not. I thought you were sounded Southern? <laughs> yeah, don't you think I sounded Southern in this? No. Over, like, a decade. And, um... No, racist. Like oh, I just did a tongue clip. During the Obama years, Pennsylvania... Let's do... Let's... fear base. And yeah, so... Okay. 
people are trying to do like a strategic vote. So in any case, that's why, like, because the thing is, I've seen, and it has been proven by my own voting over and over again, that that actually doesn't fucking work. Okay, so I need to apologize for asking people to vote third party. Uh, or, like, trying to convince them to do so. Um, that's not right. Why is it not right? You know, I mean, because uh, if you don't vote, you need to vote for Biden. If you don't vote for Biden, you're voting for Trump. And if you want Trump to win, it means that you hate people. And wow, that's, I'm really surprised that you just said all that. I don't think it's bad. I just, I... I have this, like, sick-to-my-stomach resignation, like, I'm gonna vote for him. But, I don't know how, I, I just, go ahead, I'm sorry, I'm just surprised to hear you say that. Oh, I mean, I don't actually believe it, but I need to apologize for that reason. And, I'm just apologizing. But, I don't, you know, I'm gonna vote third party. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm gonna vote for Biden out of fear. Um, because I need to vote against Trump because mm -hmm. that's the whole thing that got me interested in politics and actually, cause I was not interested before. I didn't really follow at, like, I didn't learn about anything. I was just very like surface, which is like, if I still thought the way I did until a couple years ago, I would be totally fine with Biden. I would be like, okay, he was Obama's vice president, like Obama, good, um, Biden, good. Like seriously, that would be the end, the end of my thinking about it. And now I see how all these people like I know how they're thinking and and I just like I just want to shake people um but uh, this is the candidate that has been put out there at the by the Democrats and I guess I'm gonna vote for him because I need to feel like my vote is going against Donald Trump in some way at this point I think if there wasn't this like whole pandemic thing and like tens of thousands of people weren't dying and like if he wasn't like fucking around the states and like just fucking with everybody's head i would be voting third party i don't think i can do that and it like makes me sick like i actually got in a fight with my fiance about it earlier because mm -hmm. he he believes that like he's like he's abstaining he does not want to support the system at all and i understand that and i understand vote, voting third party and i will never say to somebody that you need to vote for biden like i will never support well okay him. so but i probably am gonna vote for him because so this is like a really I just am, yeah that you're what you're doing right now is a really long drawn out apology for voting for joe biden is that what you're apologizing oh, yeah. for okay yes yes for sure yep for planning to vote for joe biden yeah like just for rolling over and yeah, just being like that's country. like the thing yeah, and it's sorry. like yeah it's i'm ashamed but like i'm gonna vote for him but like i'm not gonna tell other people that they need to um no, that's it's okay. just out of like being like beaten down and terrified and feeling like i i guess i came to this party to like vote against trump so in the first place you're sorry and now that like the per oh yeah um, yeah. Good. Yeah. I am. All right. Now, let's go on to another. Uh, let's see what else we should apologize for. I have for like a day. And, like, I can't help it. I keep going back. It's like an addiction. Oh, you need to apologize for um, your addiction to Twitter, obviously. Oh, you're God. Talking about. It's making me miserable, too. Yeah. So I am so sorry about being. Yeah, on Twitter. I mean, and like I'm just like negative on Twitter too. Like it's like everything's mm -hmm. just like negative. I'm like fuck everybody. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, sorry. Um, sorry. Okay. That's good. Yeah, These are legit apologies. Some land or property. Yeah, so, um, I just tongue-slipped again. There was a point where Karens of the, this country were actually to an advantage over white men. So I'm just, you know, giving some Karen history here. Um, Not sorry. <laughs> but, yeah, I should apologize for that, actually. Um you know, you should be- not. because as, as, yeah, I should, because as no matter as to whatever privileges Karens have had throughout history, they're still second class citizens, which is better than, than, um, what a lot of people have. So I want to apologize for being an apologist for Karens and mm-hmm. I need to do that. So I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. You can feel sorry for whatever you want to feel sorry for, Beth. I'm sorry that I, uh, was like, no. And I'm sorry this episode was so long and boring that even I couldn't get through listening to it. Um, I'm sorry about that for our 10th yeah. listeners. Um, I'm sorry too. And also, we didn't really know that much about the moon, actually. Um, I remember that part of the episode, that we really yeah. didn't know anything about the moon. And uh, we barely talked about it, actually. People go crazy during the full moon. We talked about that. Yeah, but that's, like, obvious moon stuff. That's, like... Hey, uh... That's moon you, stuff everybody you mean, knows. You mean thank you for remembering something from the episode, Maureen? For the recap, you're welcome. You're welcome, Beth. There's not a thank you section. Um, so... <laughs> what do you want from me? <laughs> but maybe there should be. <laughs> Okay, um, let's move on to, uh, I really don't want to do racist confessions, but, um, let's just get it over with. Uh, racist confessions. Well, I'll go first, because first of all, I have one. Second of all, it follows from the Karen thing. All right. Um, I don't know, did I, I don't think that I told you this already, but, so I happen to know, it's not someone that I know personally, it's just mm-hmm. someone that I've met a few times and interacted with, but I okay. know an Asian Karen. Okay. And it's conflicting me because I feel like this person has they're, no, like this person's definitely they're like a like Karen, but they're financially Asian. privileged. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's like a financially privileged person. Okay, and I feel Asian. like this person can still be a Karen if she's Asian. What I'm curious what your thoughts are on that. Um, well, first off, this is your racist confession, not mine. But oh, my racist confession is just that I even said it and thought it, okay. and and it just like opens up a can of worms for me. So then I get uncomfortable, and then I feel really like racist. Why and do you feel that's like what racism is to me? It's like uh-huh. that, like oh my god, you're thinking the wrong thing, like you're a bad person. Um, Why yeah. are you so compelled to call this Asian woman a Karen anyway to begin with? What's going on in your head? Like, why um, are you, like, why do you need just, to... I feel like this person is, like, very, like, needy. Okay. And, and, um, like, just, you can tell, has never really had to do anything for themselves. Okay. Um, and also, like, very, very picky and very particular and, um, yeah, it's just, like, a really annoying, irritating, like, needy person. Okay. And this is, um, like, what... Who you... is just completely... Seems completely out of touch as well. Just completely, like, out of touch. Wow. Like, like shut your mouth. Like, you don't know. So this Asian bitch... Do you know her? 
Is she a friend? I just told, it's not someone that I know, no, it's not, I don't want to go farther than that. It's not someone that I know personally. It's just mm-hmm. someone who I have had to interact with a few times in the past few years for like various reasons. Oh, um, okay. So are you talking about your, like, uh, are you talking about getting your nails done or something? I, I don't no, know. No, no, no. No, this is a person who is just has more than most people do who kind of like live in the area and financially wise, you know what but, I mean? And it's like really obvious and um, that's all you need to know. Sorry, I was just trying to be racist. Um, I, I know you were. I know you were. It was funny. But yeah, no, this is not. Yeah, this is no, this is just a well off person who like seems like they've been well off for their whole life and happens to be an Asian woman. Okay. And, uh, and you believe that being a Karen is reserved for white people, for white women. Oh, yeah. Like, I thought that was, like, what the thing. Yeah, I'm asking, I guess I'm asking, like, yes, that was my assumption. But actually. Well, I mean, the first thing that came to my head when you told me, um, about a Karen Asian was, did, uh, was she born with that name or did she change it to, like, an American sounding name and picked Karen when they moved here? Because that's what? Like, no, that's her right. name's not actually Karen. What are you talking about? Well, uh, no, that's the first thing that popped in my head because I'm oh. racist. And I was like, oh, uh, this is a friend of Maureen's who's Asian and her name is Karen. And what, like, is the problem? Did she, was she, like, not comfortable with her like um Chinese name or whatever and had to change it to Karen which I mean a lot of Chinese immigrants do they change their name to an American sounding real American sounding name right so that's what I thought you were asking about no 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 I just meant like you know a Karen can a Karen be does Karen have to be white um well it all it sounds like like you have some it sounds like you have some internal misogyny that you need to get over as like more so than being racist because you're like really just projecting a lot of like angry female energy at someone and for them being, you know, it sounds like they're just being a woman and that's okay. And you don't need to be angry at them for that. No, she's like a really annoying woman. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um all right well that's a very good racist confession marine i'm a, well why thank you yeah thank well, you it feels good to succeed do we need to In add a thank you thank you section something. do we need to add a thank you section because you keep on bringing that up keep on needing to be thanked so maybe i just need to feel appreciated right now all right well we can add that in appreciation no part. no no, um, Beth, you right. don't have to do that for me. Well, me okay, let's move on. Your racist confession actually took so long that I'm gonna like not do one this week. But fuck you. What? I'm just trying to Whatever. move the podcast you can along. You have your week off of your eight, or of your fucking racist. I'm just confession. trying to move the podcast along. It's it's yeah, move, moving right along. Yeah. Um. So, uh, I mean, it just it does work in my advantage. I'm not gonna lie. Um, because... Does it? Does it? Well, yeah, because you 
are the only person who talked about their racism in racist condition. Yeah, that's and fine. I did Whatever. You know, if you need a day off, you need a day off and, of racism. And it aired. It's exhausting. I agree. It's And it was recorded on speakerphone, which is even more. <laughs> oh, man. God, so when I listen to it, it's going to have that voice of, like, on the speakerphone, too, yeah. plus all of the things that I'm saying. Out loud. Real loud. Yeah. Real loud for all the world to hear. And uh, I have a loud voice, too. So what's going on? Let's talk about Delco. Let's move on to the Delco section of the podcast. Now, the Delco section of the podcast exists because Maureen and I are from Delaware County. This is two hosts from Delco. But I noticed that we don't really, literally, aside from our accents, we don't talk about Delaware County enough. Uh, yeah, like, neither of us really, like, live there. Yeah, no, we definitely moved out of there as quick as possible. Um, but for those of you that are still there, losers, who are listening to this podcast because they're like, two of us from Dalcall, I'm from Dalcall, I live in Dalcall, and then they, you know, tune in, and it's like, what are they They're getting? like, these bitches are not relevant at all. No, I mean, and aside from their accents, I'm not learning anything about Delaware County. Um, so because of that, I figured we should have a Delco section, you know? Um, I don't know. I kind of think it's like ironic of us because we're like, you wouldn't know necessarily. We're not like, yay, yay, Delaware County, but we're from there. Well, usually the people that are from a place that like, are like, whatever about it, just don't talk about it. But we're like identifying ourselves as Delco and uh really we're just not even talking about it. Right. Well, when I wrote the title of this podcast, Two Hosts from Delco, I wasn't thinking of being ironic. I was thinking of being satirical. So here we are, Maureen. Okay? So here we are. Now, let's talk about hoagies. Um, Oh, God, I'm fucking hungry. You can't get hoagies at Wawa anymore, which we already covered in the last episode. Bullshit. Um, I, I mean, Delaware County seems like... Not as many people uh, have the COVID as Philadelphia. You know, I always kind of graze over the numbers. Uh, and, you know, Delco seems to be pretty much under, well, no, it's 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 relevantly as bad as it is here. So um, everyone stay at home. Yeah, uh, PA is in one of, like, PA is pretty high up on the states that are, mm. that have it like I know Montgomery County has been pretty high on the list and mm-hmm. that's right next door. Um I I don't know what else to say about Delaware County. Um besides What can you say? What can you say? Um what can you say? Not much. I mean I was going to go I've been trying to get um Gus interested but I don't know if I'm going to get him interested because we're first off, we got like 10 days of cloudy, rainy shit weather ahead of us. Um, Ew, but yeah, fuck. I know it's going to be like, that's a, horrible. A hellscape. So there, and you know, uh, that's going to be in Delaware County folks. The weather's going to be rainy and cloudy for like 10 days. Yeah. There's um, your Delaware County fucking weather. I wanted to go to Holy Cross, um, cemetery, which is, uh, in Delaware County. In Yaden, or well, I guess actually, is it technically West Philly? Whoops, it might be technically West Philly, but uh, it's close to here. And I was gonna ride, we were gonna ride bikes down there on the uh, Cobbs Creek Parkway, and uh, 
So we could go, and um, I wanted to go check out some graves. Well, my uncle, who died when he was a baby, is buried there. But I don't think anyone's working at the at the um, graveyards this uh, because of the pandemic. So I won't be able to like look up his marker because, or I don't know, maybe I could do it online beforehand. But I think I would need to like talk to someone at the gravesite. But um, I'm gonna go. You could see, you could find H. H. Holmes is buried there, and uh, Frank Sheeran, the Irishman, um, he's buried there. So. Uh, I was going to do that. So that's some Delaware County shit. Frank Sharon's from Delaware yeah. County, by the way. Do you have any idea what I'm talking about? Who is? Who, I didn't hear what you said, Liz. What's that? Do you have any idea? I didn't hear the last person you said. Frank Sharon. No, I don't know who that is. Actually, I was going to ask, and then you started talking again. Do you know who H.H. H. Holmes is? No. Do you know um, my uncle who died when he was a baby? <sighs> Maybe. Okay, so anyway, uh, let me tell you who these people are. Do you always just listen to people and not ask questions? Like, I mean, if they're if they seem like they're going to explain, you know. Um, okay, so well, H. H. Holmes is the America's first serial killer. He killed like something like five hundred people at the Chicago World's Fair in the eighteen hundreds, and he Damn. killed someone in Philly, and the person he killed in Philly actually is what ended up getting him arrested and uh he was tried here and put to death here um the prison is where the acme is at at 11th and uh what is that reese 11th and reed or whatever the fuck in south philly there's acme in south philly but it's it used to be a prison but and it's not the same building they bulldoze the prison and then there's an acme there now um, no, there's an act. He was buried in Hol- at Holy Cross Cemetery, and apparently he was buried in a block of cement. And one of the reasons was is they were they thought that he was like plans to like fake his own death in some way. I don't know. It was just some real paranoid shit. Um, That's crazy. Maybe to prevent people from burying him or um, unburying him. Yeah, that's possible. Like and, to, from like desecrating the body. Yeah. So he's buried there, and then um, so America's first serial, serial killer. I heard that Martin Scorsese was gonna do a film on H. H. Holmes, and Leonardo DiCaprio was gonna play H. H. Holmes, but I who knows about any of that shit. Um, and there's a book I read about him called Devil Devil in the White City. And I forget the author's name, um, but Eric, it's going to bother me. I have to look it up. Can you imagine listening to this podcast and knowing mm-hmm. Eric Larson? So, I mean, I was like almost right. I just forgot his last name. Almost. Because we're buddies. That's why. Um, I don't know all my friends. I don't know my friends' last names. Um and then let's see uh devil in the white city then okay frank sheeran whatever you want to read devil in the white city it's great it talks about the building of the building up the world's fair in chicago paralleled Uh with how h.h holmes became like the most notorious serial killer and he built like this hotel and that's how he killed a lot of people because people were just coming in droves to the city and oh he, wait! I feel like I've heard of this hotel. Yeah, like he this built guy this, who like, built the hotel to kill the people. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of him. Yeah, 
it, it's like whatever um it's pretty creepy and so he's buried here that that, that guy that fucking site wow is buried that's here. amazing i had no idea yeah so i wanted to go to his grave site and like maybe like spit on it or something or do something on his grave um that would be fun and then frank sheeran is the irishman who's the guy who paints houses and it's that three-hour movie on Netflix, and he's like an Irish mob um, killer I know, yeah, okay. who apparently killed Jimmy Hoffa, but like that's not really 100% proven. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's from um, he's from Derby, and he's buried at Holy Cross Cemetery. So represent. And my uncle, who was two, really sad. Um, his name is Thomas, and he was born with um, a stomach issues. I think it was like his esophagus wasn't attached to his stomach. And oh, it was God. this was apparently like kind of a common thing back in the day. I think there might have been like some birth defect because of talcum powder or some shit, but I think a lot of babies died oh, died this way. And um, yeah, he wasn't his stomach wasn't fully developed or something when he was born. And so he lived till he was like 2. Like, which I'm sure he had, like, a painful, you know, um, toddler years. Yeah, that can't be good. I mean, that just can't be a good life. Yeah, real depressing shit. Uh, So, but uh, the grave site is nice. Um, It's a really nice graveyard. And uh, it was actually, my, my, my grandfather, my grandmother couldn't even afford to pay for a funeral or, or a plot and it was like given to them by a family member donate the plot wow. to them, which is really sweet um but yeah so i was gonna go there so that's some delaware county shit um let's do you have, do you have any, Del- any delaware county shit right now um go to holy cross cemetery go check out hh holmes i yeah. i thought it was in yaden but i think it's I remember it's near my house. It, it's remember. I mean, do you remember this gravesite? It's on Bomber Pike Lake near my house. Like I do. Like, I know what you're talking about. So it's yes. not like it might be Yaden, but it might be West Philly. You never know around that the, that part. Yeah. Um, it's all the same. And, uh, but yeah, I hear graveyards are good to hang out with during COVID days because a lot of people are going to the parks, which is exactly why we would hang out in the graveyards when we were in high right. school to avoid people. So yeah, mm-hmm. um, smoke clove cigarettes. Mm, that was cool. Mm. Those made like my lungs feel like iron, like shit. And I was like 16 years old smoking those. I couldn't. Remember. I know they were harsh. They were real harsh. Um, all right. So I think we got through. Did we get through? We did the recap. We did. Okay. So now uh, let's talk about Back to the Future. All right. Let's go. Back to the Future. And let everybody know again that Back to the Future is Maureen's favorite movie. And that's why we're talking about it today. We're to, to talking cheer. sort of about favorite movies. We want to cheer Maureen up. Because... I'm also... Maureen, I'm sitting here with Jean. My Jean teddy bear that I made. I week. love the teddy bear. I love the pictures. Isn't she so... I mean, sorry. They, them. Sorry. It's a they. That's yeah. cool. I keep on... That's cool. ...messing up, but... That's fine. They're really nice about it. They're not... They can be a they. 
yeah, I mean, they, I mean, Jean is a non-binary, like, type of name. Yeah, yeah, buttons for eyes, yeah, I get it. Um, anyway, <laughs> but, uh, let's see, Michael J. Fox, everyone's wearing jeans in, um, Back to the Future. Actually, wait, what were they? Yeah, Didn't jean they jacket. Futuristic jeans in the future, like. All the kids in the future wear their jeans inside out, so Doc oh, Brown yeah. tells Marty McFly to pull his pockets out of his jeans. To make, well, do the, po- oh, to make it look like they were inside They're out? They're inside out, yes. Yeah, that's, like, a really funny um, thing to do for being like, I wonder what the future would be like. We got to think of futuristic clothes. Let's just say, would it be, like, really simple and, like, crazy if people just wore their clothes inside out? And That's also, why they're my favorite movies. <laughs> but also, like, teenagers, like, always do try to do these, like, rebellious, like, trends, but they're yeah, really just shit. stupid. <laughs> yeah. Like, in the 80s, everybody wore stonewashed jeans, so, like, what would happen, like, in the future? Like, from an 80s perspective, I guess the kids would wear them inside out. I don't know. Um, Jean is madely part out of stonewashed jeans. One part of Jean's I body. I know. Yeah. That's I the, like her. That's the best thing about her. Them. Oh my god. They, them. Sorry, Jean. Sorry. Yeah, stop putting your gender on Jean. They are their own person. There. Jean, there. Yeah. Sorry, Jean. I'm sorry. It's just hard to say they, them. It's just not natural. I'll get you used to it. You don't have to, to say it. they, them. Oh, you I didn't either mean... say they or them. Jean, I didn't mean... on the sentence. Jean, I didn't mean to call you unnatural. That's not what I meant when I said <laughs> That. I'm sorry. God. What kind of bear is made out of jean? That is unnatural. Um, buttons for eyes. Buttons for eyes. But uh, I don't even. Okay, wait. I don't even remember the second Back to the Future. The first one is he's in high school and he's his uh, girlfriend's really pretty and she's got feathered hair. Yeah, and, and it's this first movie. It's different girl than the in the second. There's a lot of energy movies, but... in the first one, like because also Michael. This is Michael J. Fox's first movie, like yeah, and he's he's amazing in it. Like he's, oh, he's so a, good. it is a national. The movies, those movies are a national treasure. Like, what would you amazing. say was so amazing about Michael J. Fox's performance? Um, I just feel like he, he is very energetic, so mm-hmm. energetic, and I feel like he just embodies this, like, character that I feel was very popular at that time, like, in the late 80s, early 90s, like, almost a good-hearted, like, more compliant Bart Simpson character, he's Kinda like, like leave it to he's like this, like, Peter Pan, young, mm-hmm. like, you know, goofy kid, though, who, like, hangs out with the town. Yeah. He's, like, super cool, and he has the hot girlfriend, but he, like, hangs out with, like, the town mad scientist, and he gets in adventures, and it's a very, like, Rick and Morty is, like, a like a subversive version of, you know, mm-hmm. Marty and Doc. Um, the character I, just, I think that I think that Marty McFly probably inspired a lot of other characters. So what's what's the archetype of Doc? Is he he's like he's a mad scientist. He's the mad scientist, which the mad scientist came out of like, like the magician. Came out of like the forties right. and like stuff movies and stuff like that. 
Well, I mean, actually, well, Frankenstein was a mad scientist. Character, yeah, I mean, think about, you know, in the Old West, Doc Brown was a mad scientist. Mm-hmm. He was making ice with his giant machine. So he's a crazy old mad scientist guy. That's his archetype. Yeah, magician, I would say. Oh, I think my, is this my dinner coming to me? Oh, my dinner is here. Sorry, Marina, I have to eat while we're on the podcast. That's fine. I'm waiting till we're done, but just because I'm making my own sandwich that I'm really excited about. You may not think this is exciting, but I'm going to have tomato and cheese sandwich with a lot of mayonnaise. And it's going to be so great. Yeah. What Um, did you get? This is, we had to get rid of um, this milk and so we made macaroni and cheese. Ooh. And it has broccoli and chicken tenders. Fake chicken tenders because... Anyway, I feel really bad, but so I was like telling Gus, I was like, well, I'm going to be potting till like seven, but he was really hungry. So I was just like, all right, just make it. And then I'll have to eat while we're recording. So I, I hope this isn't um, going to make people turn off the podcast if, if they're still listening. <laughs> if you're still listening, if this is the thing that makes you turn it off. But anyway, I don't know so why you're still listening. Maybe you forgot that it was on. Um, and then, all right, so in the first one, like, you know, I, I really like the young So listen, all right, let me break this down for you. In the first one, Marty is friends with Doc. Um, Doc Brown has created a time machine in 1985 Mm -hmm. and Marty McFly, his like plucky little friend who always goes over there for some reason and play, oh, it's to like play his electric guitar on the huge amp because it's 1985 Mm -hmm. and he's cool. Um, so Doc Brown has created a time machine and he's like, Marty, I gotta show you something in the, at midnight at the mall in the parking lot. With Einstein. So he, like, sends oh, Einstein back. Oh, the parking lot. Yeah. And, right, yeah. But then, so it turns out that Doc McFly needs to have, um, like, uranium, or plutonium, or something, uranium, whatever it is, um, to so power 80. the time machine DeLorean, and the Libyans that he stole it from come to get their stuff back. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, you see Doc Brown get shot and Marty's like scared and he's like running and he like gets in the time machine and he's like, let's see if you bastards can do 90. And then he gets up to 88 hours, miles per hour. And like, he then is in a big field in 1955. So in the first one, he goes back to 1955. He accidentally meets his mother instead of his father meeting his mother, his father being a very timid man who keeps like getting bullied by, um, this kind of, character. you know, I gotta say, this whole part of it really grossed me out. Yeah, I mean, the, all the movies are super misogynistic. Um, well, no, not the, that. Him, like, almost dating his mom and his dad being such a nerd. Oh, yeah. Everybody thinks that. That's, like, a big part of the of the movie. I mean, I like, can't. Of what people talk about. That scene of him in his underwear, or, like, she has his underwear or something, and she's yeah. trying to give it no, to him. No, he, what yes, is- he woke up from, so he meets the mom because yeah. he gets hit by the car. Because so what's gross. supposed to happen is the father is supposed to fall out of the tree because he's, like, peeping, looking in her window, and then the dad, like, brings him inside, and that's how he meets Ooh, the father. Dude, was dad's a peeping Tom, too? Yes, gross, Ooh, right? So, oh, my God. Yes. He was, like, peeping on the mom. Oh. So, but Marty McFly, being, like, the good boy that he is, he's, like, the one with integrity in his family. Mm-hmm. Um, 
he like pushes the dad out of the, the young dad out of the way and then he gets hit by Lorraine's dad's car his mother's his grandfather's car so he mm-hmm. gets brought into the house instead of the real dad meeting her she meets him and she's like oh Calvin Klein it's written all over your underwear and he's like where are my pants she's like they're on my hope chest so she like has this like big like Florence Nightingale crush on him and uh then so he of course he has to now get like the Wait, father why is the mother Florence? otherwise him and all's why is it Florence will never have been born and that's what the first movie is about wait in the second film wait, Doc Brown wait. comes Hello, I have a question. Oh, go ahead. Why is it a Florence Nightingale romance? Isn't that the one that, like, falls in love with her patients? Am I saying the wrong name? The nurse? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Good thing it wasn't a nurse ratchet situation, because mm-hmm. he would be dead. That and... would have been a whole different time travel movie. Um. Yeah, he would never be born. He definitely would never have been born, exactly. So, wait, so like, teach? time loops, ah, scary, weird, hmm. crazy stuff. And then the another reason that Back to the Future movies are one of my, or I would say my favorite movies, hmm. is because um, I feel like that really brought about, like, popularized the whole idea of a tangent universe, like, in time travel. Like, I'm sure it had been used before, but, like, that to me just like that whole scene with like doc brown explaining the tangent universe to Uh marty mcfly which i believe occurs in the second movie i don't remember it's it is it's confusing yeah um in the second movie is when they go to the future and meet their kids and themselves in the future and then the third movie is when they go back to the old west because doc brown wanted to do that you know what i just watched a western um one of my favorite ones which is actually not people don't people like westerns don't like it but i do um open range with kevin costner mm-hmm. i love it i'm not into westerns like i don't consider myself to be into them so did you not really like the third back to the future then well that's why i said like i always think that i'm gonna not like the third one but i always love it like it's still it's always still great and like the movies are you know they're very lighthearted and they're like easy to watch and there's like these like things these like themes that like carry through and you're it's like very familiar i watched them recently during the being like in the pandemic because i was just like i need something i know that's like comforting and like those movies are very comforting oh so you already watched them well, I watched one and two, and I kind of, like, half-watched half watched them. I figured you probably did watch them recently. Yeah. Um, I have not watched them. And actually, like, I kind of start remembering them, and then I'm like, I don't want to watch it again. Yeah, I but I, it's, like, weird. I always still, like, love them. Mm-hmm. I Maybe I just have very fond associations, like, with them from my childhood, too. You know, it's not, I mean, it's not like they're like these like mind blowing, like, oh my God, it's just like fun to watch. Like Wayne's World is like, I watched that recently too. Oh yeah. I actually. Very, and I was like, I'm going to probably think this is so stupid now. And I still like was cracking up and I remember like every fucking line. Like, I, how, I don't know. Wayne's I guess World. I must've watched it a bunch of times as a kid. I watched, I recently rewatched, um, Austin Powers to get like the feel, oh, yeah. feel good kind of, you know? 
And, yeah. uh, and I was like, this is really not funny. But It's not? It doesn't, like... It doesn't... Well, no, part of it did. Because he's, like, so goofy. Like, he's such a character actor that, like, you, like, can't help but laugh at his shit. But I was also, That's, like... Yeah. I was also, like, watching it, and I didn't really... I didn't know about Jerry Lewis when I first saw Austin Power movies. But now I do. And I was, like, these are total Jerry Lewis movies. And actually, some of them are, like, literally bits from his movies. And not that it ruins it for me. It doesn't. But it, like... Kind of makes it better. It does. It makes it better. But also, it's kind of, like, oh, this is, like, a continuation. This is, like, an updated version of this guy's shtick. And That's how like, I would see it. Yeah. I see it as, like, a respect thing. Yeah, so then, like, you're, like, you like it, but then at the same time, it's still not new kind of cutting-edge comedy, though. Right. And so it's not really that funny to you. But um, I did, um, you know, get the feel. I got, I like, you know, because, I mean, when I first saw these movies, like, I don't know if you remember, but we would, I went to the movie theater to see Austin Powers. Like, you had to, like, see it as soon as it came out. Uh, yeah, that, during that time, yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so it was it was fun to watch it again. Yeah, it's weird, because, like, the movie, it is, it's, like, it's just a different time of movies. Like, watching these older movies, like, I really was, like, oh, my God, it's just a simpler time. <laughs> the second Back to the Future is really depressing, I remember, because, you know, his life is all shit in the future. Yeah. Like, how his life fall, falls apart. And it's supposed to be about, like, saving him and stuff, but... At the same time, you know, underneath, like, he still is this person, though. Like, so, like, yeah, you just change, like, one event in his life, and then he doesn't grow up to be, like, a depressing alcoholic dad with, like... Yeah, um, because because he doesn't respond, because instead of, like, being, like, instead of fighting when someone calls him yellow, he decides to, like, not fight. That's what ends up saving him. That's, like, the lesson of the Back to the Future trilogy. Yeah, and, well, and that's, like, really corny. and it's So corny. Oh, it's <laughs> awful. It's really awful. Like, that's the thing. It's super corny. But see, that's also a common movie trope, like, from the 50s, like, and Leave it to Beaver, like, which we were saying he's sort of like, which is, like, in the 50s, the you, yeah. you got in a fight because someone called you a chicken. Or whatever. Yeah. That's what, I mean, Rebel Without a Cause, that's what happened with that movie. Like, um, you know, and Michael J. Fox actually had, like, you could say his red vest is Mike, is James Dean's, like, red jacket from Rebel Without a Cause. That was part of his book, too. Oh, yeah, definitely. He's, like, and he's short, like James Dean. But huh. in any case, um, yeah, they've been doing that somebody call me chicken thing, like, for, like, you know, ever. Um, So, uh, it's, what is that, internalized misogyny or some shit? What, being a chicken? Yeah, yes. Yeah. So, anyway, the second one's really depressing. And also, I really distinctly kind of remember, wasn't there, like, a gated community two in the second one and there was like uh and then a black family lived in his like old home in the poor neighborhood oh yeah it's like, so <laughs> fucked up dude it is horrible well like but actually honest, Carl pointed but... out that like 
Carl pointed out that in the second, so the female lead, like Marty's girlfriends, mm-hmm. fucking first of all, they like got rid of. I don't know why the girl from the first movie wasn't in the other two, but like she wasn't. Oh, yeah, that's but the girl from Adventures and Baby Babysitting became yeah. the girlfriend. But in the first scene, like the very first scene of the second movie, like she can't handle her shit being in the future, and she's like, Oh my god, what's my wedding to look like? Oh, what do we do? We have babies, and then Doc Brown like uses like this laser yeah. that like puts her to sleep, and that's like her entire like that's her whole role it's just really yeah, and then, she's and then they like leave her like on a pile of trash like until they're done doing what they have to do in like in 2015 Which like is, it's like, really horrible totally a common like sexist female trope from like victorian era fucking literature like women right. fa- fainting and being just entirely asleep during i mean that's what happened in dracula like i mean the original whatever the fucker name is not Lucy. Who's the other chick? I don't know. I don't. Who's, I um, never who's, really. I never like well, read whatever. the original Dracula. Winona Ryder. Oh, really? I mean, I the the original Dracula. I love it, but it is. Like, I got into vampires late. Oh, really? When did you? Yeah, like later in life. Like I, I like read the Twilight books, but yeah, I'm like a vampire light. Like I never oh. got super into them. I didn't. I'm not reading the Twilight books. No way. Yeah, you don't have to. I I read them at a very vulnerable point in my life, so it, I was like reading a lot of young adult novels, like in my like later twenties. Um, yeah, I think I was like yeah, going through some shit. Yeah, you'd have to be going through some shit to read that. I so. I was like really voraciously reading but, like um, those novels. Is I mean, are they some good books? Some bad books are good though. You know, I mean, oh yeah, are, I mean they it's have very any, entertaining. It is entertaining. Oh yeah, it was. It's definitely, but it's like it is very. The books are definitely. I mean, Twilight is very. Well, you're not like. Well, what genre does it like grasp onto to tell the story? Twilight. Um, is I it, feel like it's. Um, I guess it has like. Is it like family dynamic driven? Is it like, um, like it, obviously it's not like a detective novel. It's not like a crime universe, novel. Yeah, it, no, it's a romance. So romance novel, yeah, but romance yes. novels like always—it's a young adult romance novel. That's what it is. So it's like family dynamic. Yes, family dynamics okay. and like the the group of like her being the outsider in this like group of superhuman. Oh my god, it sounds so fucking like, boring. So like you want to be these vampires? Dude, like they're fucking amazing, and they're all in high horrible. school. You know, that is it's so like, boring. Yeah, it's yeah, but I mean, you know, I t- like I said, that's where I was at in life. Well, see, that's why. I, I guess. But the thing is, no, I'll never read those books because of that. They're just fucking. Yeah, boring. that's. I, like, I'm not surprised that you wouldn't read Twilight. Um, like Anne Rice vampire books. Like I'm not going out in here being like Anne Rice is like this amazing writer or some shit. But like you know, we're talking about like uh, a lonely goth uncle who's probably gay. And a super gay vampire, like, coming to, like, suck all his wealth out of him and make him a vampire because he's fucking bored. And then that's how the story starts. Like, so... Hot. That's hot. It's way more interesting than, um, I'm a girl in high school and I'm an outsider and no one understands me. 
like that. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, yeah. And I feel like she like just moved there. Like her parents get a divorce and she just moves to this like kind of small town in Washington or Oregon. I think it's Washington. So like, and I'm also envisioning it as like, cause I've watched the movies too. Like at the time I watched the movies Yeah. and it's like all very like dark in this like rainy lush setting, like in Washington state, you know, Pacific Northwest. Uh-huh. And, um, I know it's Washington like very State brooding, is you know, very bits. brooding and, and like, oh, foreboding. And then there's, it's like this girl mm-hmm. and she is, she starts seeing this guy who's like so hot and, uh-huh. and distant. And I mean, yeah, it's like totally well, all, everything you would think it would be. All hot guys in high school are distant and annoying to talk to. Yeah. So. That makes sense. I don't think he was a vampire, so. You don't think your guy in high school was a vampire? Oh, uh, no, I don't think Jared Leto was a vampire. Oh. Jared Leto was my boyfriend in high school. Hmm. He would make, I feel like he's played a vampire at some point. Uh, I mean, it, it'd be pretty incredible if he hasn't played The thing is, he was my before. boyfriend, though. What? Um, let, let me just put that out there. Fuck you. Um, everybody knows no, that we were together. No, he wasn't. That's why she's saying this, just to get at me. No. Uh, he's my boyfriend, so. Sorry. I had laminated, okay, laminated with contact paper pictures hanging on my wall and in my locker of Jared Leto. Okay, that's a bit more. When I was a freshman in high school, we were together. Sounds like you're a real nerd. You're getting like your posters laminated, like. No, I hand hand laminated them with contact paper, so that would be more like a photograph, Uh and not get ruined. Nerd. The pictures that I cut out of, uh, you know, with Seventeen magazine. Okay, well, I didn't have to do that because he was my boyfriend so I don't have to laminate pictures from him of him from a magazine I could just like call him up and go over his house so keep telling yourself that Beth <laughs> do you think Michael J Fox is hot oh my god he was definitely my first crush I mean I have crush on him but he also just kind of looks like he's like a cousin or something or your brother I He's big see what he has that energy. kind of vibe. Yeah, he has like a boy next door vibe. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, I mean I definitely he definitely like I think laid down a foundation in my mind of like what was attractive in a boy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, not me. I was not attracted to him. Um or Doc. Yeah. Um I'm kind of attracted to I'm Doc. trying to think if there's anyone hot in Back to the Future. No, Biff. I mean, no, the dad. Nope. No, yeah. horrible. No, All God. the guys are actually horrible. I mean, actually, been... though, the last this last time I was watching it, I have to say, Biff Tannen was kind of attractive. Crispin Glover's performance is one of the best things I think, though, about Back to the Future. Like his creepy, like nerdy dad character is just so cringe and out there. Don't you like? Yeah. It's like nobody, I remember watching and being like, there's not any person in the world that I know that is like specifically like this. I know. And it's like weird to me that she even would ever marry him. Like after Marty and then now she's like, this like fucking worm loser is so attractive. (laughs) Like really? And he's such a Like he walked up to you in the diner and was like, I'm your density. 
Like, yeah. come on, Lorraine. Um, yeah, you know. That's why you, she's a fucking alcoholic in the show. Oh, no, wait, that's. She's an alcoholic with this. Um, oh, no, she's totally an alcoholic. That's what happens if you don't go end up with the nice guy. You yeah, be, you become an alcoholic. You You're like, why thing. do I even live anymore? Yeah. But, um, yeah, you know, like, she's not into that long, skinny dick. But you know Crispin Glover's got a long, skinny dick. Oh, obviously. Yeah. And Biff definitely has a chunker. Okay. Biff, I mean, I would have probably went with Biff. If Biff? I, if I, if there was, like, that yeah. guy and, like, Biff was like, oh, this man, sucked with me in the car. Like, I would be like, all right, Biff, like, let me drink more out of this flask because for some reason in, like, the new future mm-hmm. after marty like fixes everything from the past she's not an alcoholic anymore like she doesn't drink um mm-hmm. i don't know i always felt like that was a little suspect well it's because like, she really? ended up with the nice guy if you if you end up with a nice guy there's no reason to get all drunk every night oh no she ends up with him in both she, oh, ends she up does with the same person it's just, yes it's just that he like has confidence how did by I? the end of the whole thing he's like after everything is, like, fixed, the dad has, like, confidence, and he's like, we're going off to the golf course, honey, and then he, like, smacks her on the ass, and she's like, oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, it's, like, it is, and it is, it's very, very, um, 50s type sitcom stuff. Okay, I'm getting confused about all of these timelines, um, which is, you know, um, something- It's confusing about back to the future you know you can get really confused because all right so i thought the mom was an alcoholic when she was married to biff in the alternate universe she's not oh well yes they, in that situation yes i forgot about that 80s yes and, and that, that i was talking about like okay yes okay which one and when you? she has the fake boobs and everything yes yeah, she's yeah. an alcoholic in that too Oh, okay. Um, so obviously, but, underlining she has an alcoholism problem that could just spur out at any one of the yeah, exactly. Universes. Yeah, it's really weird. And like okay. in the scene in the fifties where Marty McFly and her are in the car, she's like, "Everybody who's anybody drinks Marty," and she drinks out of a flask. All right. Okay. So mom's an alcoholic. I mean, mm-hmm. even if she's not an alcoholic in another tangent, like universe, it's definitely there. Yeah, she, she is in a couple. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. I never really... I mean, I always just attributed it to like, oh, your life's shit in this tangent universe, so that's why you're an alcoholic. Even though actually her life seemed pretty shit in other ones, too. Um, well, no, her she's an alcoholic in the one where she's like originally married to Marty's dad where he's like spineless mm-hmm. and still getting bullied around by Biff. And then she's an alcoholic in the one where she's like a battered woman with Biff and he like forced her to get fake boobs and send her son away and stuff. Like she's an alcoholic in that one. But then in the one where she's still married to Marty's dad but he's got confidence, then she's not an alcoholic. Um, and I believe I think he also has more money. And Marty also has siblings, right? He has a sister. Yes, a sister and a brother. And I don't does the sister get fatter or something in one of the tangent universes? She totally yeah, I I I know what you're talking about. I can picture it. I don't remember like when that occurs. Maybe that's like in the original one. Okay. Yeah, I think in the one where the mom's not an alcoholic, she's probably thin. That's so horrible. Wow. Oh, you mean because if her, if her mom's an alcoholic, then she's going to, like, eat more food because she's depressed. 
Right, like the daughter, yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, you know, just if the dad just has confidence, that changes everything for the whole family, apparently. Einstein's in all of the movies, right? The dog? He never dies? Well, no, and I just noticed this the last time because there's a dog at my work named Einstein, who I was mm -hmm. like, so I said to the owner, I was like, oh my God, your dog that looks exactly like Einstein from Back to the Future, is that why he's named that? He was like, I don't know, I got him from a shelter. Oh my I was God. Like, okay, cool. But then. I love that because you know the person at the shelter did. I was so excited. I'm like, this is my special interest. It's great. I'm going to connect with this guy. And he's like, oh, no, you're on from the shelter. So, but then when I watched Back to the Future this last time, I was like, oh my God, that's not what the dog looked like at all. It's completely different. This dog is huge. And that dog was little. Like, what the fuck was uh, I thinking? Mm -hmm. But 1950s Einstein was like a little terrier thing. The 1980s Einstein is like a larger oh, dog with you longer think hair. They did that to make it seem like he was younger or something? Make no, tall. I mean it's just a different, it's a different dog. It's I had 30 a, years. I had a really disturbing <laughs> puppy dream last night. Oh my god! Please, I need to know it. Okay, so um, I have a toothache. So, which is my nightmare is during a pandemic. I have a toothache. I think um, about that all the time. Yeah, it's the worst. Actually, it's the worst because the dentist is closed. I can't go to yeah. the dentist. But um, they had like an emergency number, so I was like, my tooth began to ache where it was like all the time. You know, so I was like, yeah. this is bad. So I called the emergency number and I talked to my dentist. He's like, yeah, well, we can't see you. He's like, but it, I'm going to put you on some antibiotics and that should like, you know, take care of the infection. And then as soon as we're open, we'll come in. I have an appointment set up already for June, but I'm going to have to get in there sooner. Cause something's Wait, fucking wrong. I'm so sorry. I thought you were talking about a dream when you were talking about your toothache. That sucks that you have a toothache right now. Yeah. Now I'm talking about my toothache, but, um, Oh fuck. I'm sorry. That's horrible. Yeah, no, it does. But anyway, I'm on antibiotics and it's starting, it's doesn't hurt, um, as much anymore. It's better. Yeah. It's getting better. So it's fine. But yeah, it's really annoying. But anyway, but in relation to my dream, so I'm on antibiotics. I get these antibiotics, picked them up from CVS yesterday, and they're like huge pills, and you have to take them like three times a day. That's how it was the last time I had an antibiotic. Huge. Yeah. And like, all the, like four times a day or something retarded. Mine's I like think it was three. three times. But I was kind of like, this is crazy. Great. Like, I have to put this much shit in my body for this like stupid tooth. But um, then that night, that, so last night, my dream, I, I had this dream where I had to take these pills for the, my tooth, but on top of these giant white pills, I had this like giant then gray pill I had to chew on. It was like literally as big as like your phone or something. And it's, it was uh. like a giant gray pill I had to eat. And then yeah. I had these puppies that were frozen and I had to eat the puppies. Oh my god, and I love it. So I'm, okay, go ahead. <laughs> so that, I'm sorry. I there's a reason I said that. I have. I have you're just you're sick. <laughs> so I'm like, this is the best dream: frozen puppies eating them. Nom nom nom. Yeah, I was like, um, so I ate like one of the puppies, right? And I had to eat like another puppy, but it started to come to life again. It got Ew. like unfrozen. Go ahead. And I was like, it was cute and everything. And I was like, I can't eat this puppy. It's alive now. And <laughs> oh my God. so then I was like, all right, well, I guess I'm just going to adopt this puppy and not eat it. But I was like, what do I do with the rest of these frozen puppies? I can't eat them because that would be so awkward to be like, I ate your brothers and your sisters. 
Well, you already ate one of them, didn't you? I did, which was going to be tough to talk to them about. But I, yeah, but, but I, yeah. But I had it's the rest of them. It's a dog, Beth. It's a dog. Well, whatever. In my know. dream, I was like, felt really bad. And I didn't even, I didn't have a leash. I just had this like rope that I put oh, around the puppy. You and I was just like, ate it. <laughs> I, know. I know. Anyway, and then I woke up. That was my dream. Beth, that's so funny. And I, I mean, I was, what I was going to say is I actually really am interested in dreams where you're like eating inappropriate things because I had a reoccurring nightmare kind of where like an anxiety dream I think Mm -hmm. where I was like eating t-shirts and fabric and stuff and I like couldn't stop um it was like yeah bizarre and like horrible um so I actually that's that's a very interesting example that you gave but not to mention like that is like a fucked up dream oh my (laughs) yeah I've been eating frozen puppies does it have to do with the meat shortage you didn't want to talk about for some reason oh I don't eat meat, but we could talk about the meat shortage. I'm not concerned. I think it's great because fuck, like, the meat industry. Like, anyway. I I really, I mean, like, yeah, it's, it's sad. Like, people, not, I don't want to say, like, people, it's an, it's an industry. So, like, there's going to be financial ramifications. But well, I agree with you. And yeah. honestly, like, I'm like, all right, well, I kind of, a lot of the time, I'm not really a vegetarian because I'm just, like, I don't plan my meals out that well. But I'm, like, maybe it's time. Like, maybe it's just time. This is, like, the time just to learn to do it. (laughs) It's not that – I mean, we just eat fake meat. It's really not that hard. Well, yeah, that's – I guess it's, like, more – I feel like it's, like, more expensive. But I don't know that it really is. I don't know. I don't think it is because, like, if I get fake meat, it costs as much as a meat, whatever, other real meat. It costs the same. And I just, you know, eat more, you know, vegetables and pasta and, like, other shit. Yeah, um, like, beans and rice and stuff. That's yeah. why I feel like I should get, like, really long to cook with beans. But, I just don't like a lot of kinds of beans. And the um, Beyond Burger is, like, really good, actually. You can't, like, that's, that's like, it's good meat um, or fake meat. Like, it, it is good. You don't really taste the difference. But, well, there's yeah, difference. No, but, but meat substitutes, substitutes don't bother me. Like, I don't, I'm not somebody who's like, I need meat. Like, I like to have a good steak once in a while, but I'll probably still do that. But people who, like, as far as the industry being impacted, I think for a long time we should have been thinking of ways to, like, create meat or, like, have alternatives for people who have jobs in the meat industry that could do jobs that provide in like in a different way for farming or some shit. I don't know. But um it, but that that just makes too much sense. <laughs> Why would we have ever done something like that? Why would we prepare? Why would we do anything yeah. that fucking makes sense? Let's just keep like pounding out the old fucking way that continues to literally kill no. us all and ruin our land and let's just not fucking do anything new. Like let's just keep fucking like making these animals just so we can slaughter them. That's a great idea. Yeah, I also I just w- watched a documentary on um Amazon. Um sorry. Uh, sorry for being an Amazon Prime member. Um, but I am so sorry for that too. Yeah. Um, but I watched this documentary on the Dust Bowl era, and it was like, um, how like the over over farming of wheat in Oklahoma, in the Panhandle, and how like everybody like knew it was going to happen. Like it's like not so like it would go into drought into the Valley. And then they were just ruining the soil because it was supposed to be 
like really the only way the soil does stay good there is just having green pastures and without green pastures and if you're like over cultivating it it just turns to fucking sand and um and yeah everybody knew but nobody did anything um or they just like which this occurred at the same time period as the Spanish flu and World War One, right? Like that was around that time. The it was like dust one bowl. thing on top of another, like that was like yeah, fucking it came ruining with, lives. It was during um, like the depression. I think it was actually after the pre- depression, actually the nineteen thirties. That's when. I oh, okay, my bad. Um, but there were some wars going on because that's another reason they were like also over producing wheat is because they were making money off of war with the wheat sales and shit like that. Anyway, um, yeah, people are like such a grand race. Like we're just such an amazing, we're just the pinnacle of fucking creation, aren't we? They should do a, um, they should do a back to the future in the dust bowl. They should do a back to back to the but future I dust bowl. Yes, it would be really hard to film because it's like you know, it's real. They sandy could do it as a cartoon and dark. Yeah, they could do it. There you go. They could, or they could. Yeah, they could do it as a cartoon. Um, they could CGI it. Oh yeah, know, they could CGI it. Um, when I was making my teddy bear Jean, um. Gus was making fun of it. He he said that he was saying it looks crappy, like it doesn't look good. Um, like saying that um, I'm not like a good craft person because my teddy bear looks stupid. And I told him um, that I was working off a pattern from the Dust Bowl era. And I was telling him like this is a pattern that moms used during the Dust Bowl era to make teddy bears for their kids out of flower sacks. And he was like, that's really cool, actually. And he respected my bear because of that. Respect the bear. Because of that little backstory. Brilliant, Beth. Well, I mean, it's not brilliant. It's and you're calling history. me sneaky. It's just history. You're calling me sneaky. It's made up history, but, you know, I still... <laughs> you're a sneak. Um... Let's let's start let's start thinking of wrapping it up. Um and what kind of like uh let's see, closing thoughts on Back to the Future? We kind of went off of Back to the Future for a second there. Um I feel like Back to the Future um has a lot of, I I don't even know how to say this. I feel like Back to the Future embodies a lot of the things that, like, were kind of held up as ideal when I was a kid in the 80s. And, like, yes, like, those were definitely, like, 50s type of, like, mentality things. And it's, like, Mm -hmm. it is, like, ludicrous watching it, but also comforting at the same time. And I don't know, there's, like, something about those movies that they always feel new to me. Every time I watch them, I have a different perspective because I think it's, like, the way that the future was imagined and, like, just kind of seeing, having that as, like, a basis for sort of my imagination of the future when I was a child and now seeing what we actually have. So, yeah, that's my closing thoughts on Back to the Future. And wait, well, how does that make you feel about what you thought we would have and where we are? Um, well, I'm 
glad we don't have fax machines in every room, and um, I wish that we had hoverboards, but not really flying cars. You don't, you're not that upset that we don't have flying cars? No, but I'm pretty upset that we don't have hoverboards, like, everywhere, that it's not, like, a thing, like, in the movie, where, like, all the kids have hoverboards. I wish that were true. Well, they... We do have hoverboards. What are those things that people fall off of all the time? What are those? Right, but like I don't know. You don't go to the park and see them everywhere. They're not as widespread as Back to the Future. I think it's because they're hard to. I think it's because they're actually hard to use. Well, right. Yeah, but I just wish they weren't. I just wish there was like kids hovering around all in the park all the time. It's just my little idealistic wish, Beth. Let me have my wish. Why? Why do you need to see people on hoverboards? Because they're awesome. Oh, okay. They're awesome. But you don't have that same feeling when you see a bunch of kids at the skate park on skateboards. No, I mean, that's, you know, that's kid stuff. That's old school. What we need now is hoverboards. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think. I, I don't even remember the last time I saw Back to the Future. It was probably when I lived with you, to be honest. Which is like probably because I make everyone fucking watch it. Um, I don't know. I have mixed feelings about Back to the Future. I am not as nostalgic for it. I also, I really, it bothers me that Chuck Berry got his sound from Michael J. Fox. Like. That's such like <laughs> fucking up. white appropriation of culture. Most... They really did appropriate that. Like they're like, nah, white people did it. <laughs> Changing history forever. Like there's just so much shit like that that I'm like There is. Um which not that like whatever, but like for instance, like even but I don't know, it's just so there's just so much stuff like that. I just um yeah, and there I'm, is. I'm not a liberal, okay? I'm not a Karen, okay? I just, you know, um, want Chuck Berry to have his own sound, okay? That's not influence from Michael J. Fox or whatever his name is in the movie. What's his name in the movie? Marty McFly. Duh, I can't believe. Duh, McFly. Hello, McFly. Hello, McFly. I remember that part of my summer when that movie came out and everyone was saying, Hello, McFly! And then, like, giving you noogies on your head or whatever to, like, be, like, make fun of the movie and you at the same time. Did you have people do that to you? No. No. No, no. Nobody made fun of me. (laughs) 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 Oh, God. Um... I, uh, I'm trying to think. I, I really thought the third one sucked big time and I like Westerns and I mean, that's probably why I like it. Cause I just don't, I'm not that into Westerns. I mean, I'm glad Doc finally got a girlfriend, but Clara. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of funny that he hadn't Clara had a Clayton. Yeah. It's kind of funny that he hadn't had a girlfriend in the other ones because she was all the way back in the past and he hadn't met her yet. That was his soulmate. Wow. That's beautiful. And that's who he talks about Jules Burns with. 
Yeah. Um, we should read some Jules Verne's. Let's, I mean, wait. Um, let's see. What books did he, I want to, I want to see a list I, of his books. I feel like, it, but I want to say it's like Journey to the Center of the Earth. Oh, journey, um, yeah, journey, journey to the center of the earth. That's what it is. It's journey. Oh, he wrote journey to the center of the earth, two thousand leagues under the sea. Oh yeah. Um, um, around the world in eighty days. So it's like a bunch. It's like all these. So of all of these books, I don't, I don't want to read. So I mean, that's fine. They're classics. Yeah, but never, they. I won't never read them. Maybe twenty leagues under the sea, but that would also be like. You know, like, I don't want to read Moby Dick either, you know. Like, I just think what people's idea of what the sea is back in the day is so stupid that I don't want to read about it. Wow, Beth, you're a real bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And guess what? You said that on speakerphone. I'm not on speakerphone. You are. You are. You are now. You have me on speakerphone? Yeah. Are you fucking kidding? You're lying. Yeah, sneaky speakerphone. What now? Hold up. Seriously, I think you're lying because I can tell when I'm on speakerphone. Okay? Whatever. Maybe I just have a really good speakerphone. Um, all right, well. Um, Back to the Future was written in 1985 it's michael j fox's first movie um and in between back to the future part one and part two he also starred in another 1980s teen movie hit teen wolf which yeah uh teen wolf is about a young man going through puberty and pretty much yeah that's Dealing with his rare desires. Yeah. His carnal desires. Oh, my tea and dessert is here. Now. Thank you, Gus. Your, your tea and dessert? Is that what you just said? Yeah. Gus just brought Oh, well, tea. how fucking fancy. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I I should go so I can eat these cookies and drink All right, good, because I'm starving. Oh, I'm sorry starving i'm sorry i'm like starving you Um, yeah you're this is like a reverse hunger strike um anyway yeah so maybe if you uh were listening to this i hope we inspired you to want to watch back to the future um i also want to thank um all the people who left us reviews on um the internets we have eight ratings all, That's awesome. All five stars. Great. And it's I just great. Wanna, five stars is great. Yeah, we have five stars. And I just want to thank all those people who rated us. And I urge you, if you're listening to this and you're like, you know what, I'm going to go. I want to watch Back to the Future now because this podcast is really got, is so interesting. They brought up all these great points about Back to the Future that made me want to go rewatch it. This is valuable. You know what? You should write a review. Yeah, write a review. Tell us how you felt when you rewatched Facts of the Future, or if you've never seen it, how do you feel about it? 
No, I don't. Also, wanna... did we do our Twitter handles this episode yet? No, we but Twitter real else. quick, I really, really do not want to know what you think about Back to the Future. Please do not I write do. that in the review. I want to, to you to review our show and talk about us. Okay, right, you can separately talk about Back to the Future and send it to me in a Word document. Yeah, DM Marine about <laughs> your thoughts on Back to the Future. Don't put it in the review. Nobody wants to read that. And our Twitter handles are at Beth Heinley, B-E-T-H-H-E-I-N-L-Y. That's all lowercase, no space. And Marines is at Mocom, M-O-C-U-M, one M instead of two, even though Marines' last name has two M's in it. Uh, 99. And uh, so, yeah. Yeah, we'll see you, um, unfortunately, on Twitter. We'll see you back to the future. Because Or the past. No, it'll be, when we see them, it'll be the future. It'll be the future. When we, see, when we, uh, we won't see them when we hear them. Or when they, we don't hear them. When they hear us, it'll be the future. Podcast! Doo-doo-loo! Two hoes, two hoes. Four house on the hill. From Delco. Four house on the hill. Boop, oh, boop. yeah, it's a four house on the hill. Two hoes. Two hoes. Don't roll your skirt too short. Everybody's gonna wanna be up in that shorts. <laughs>